Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive into this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. What up, my sexy lovers? Welcome back to another episode of the Rediscover You Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Melissa Fernandez, and on today's episode, I want to be sharing with you something super valuable. You may or may have not heard of it, but it's something that lots of us very common that we get stuck in when it comes towards relationships. And this, my friends, is called the drama triangle. The drama triangle. This is something we want to learn if we do want to improve our relationships, if we do want to have healthier relationships and get out of the toxic relationships. It's about learning this and how do we step away from being involved in the drama triangle. So the drama triangle was actually created by Stephen Cartman in 1968. So the way normally if this wasn't a podcast, I would draw it because it's a triangle and I want you to see it visually. So I just want you to picture this, a triangle. And on each corner of the triangle, we have the rescuer, the prosecutor, and the victim, my friends. And we move into these places around the triangle, right? It doesn't just mean like you are the victim the whole time. We can actually move from each of these places. So let me explain each of the areas of the drama triangle. So the victim, my friends, is that like if we're in a relationship, we're showing up with the mentality of being like, poor me, you know, like, oh, this isn't fair. Like, why have they done this to me? Poor me. You feel helpless. You feel powerless. Like, you feel like there's nothing you can do. You feel like, you know, there's, you want to be helped. You want rescuing. You can't see any other way apart from someone else helping you. And it's that poor me mentality, right? This always, you know, use things like we could say words like, you know, oh, why does this happen? You know, like this always happens to me. It's not fair, right? It's just so not fair that this always happens to me. If you feel like you're, you're in that, that role where you feel that you are playing victim mentality. And by the way, it's okay. It does happen. Sometimes I feel like I will move into victim. It, it's, it's part of life. You know, we do get challenged with it from time to time, but it's recognizing it. And coming back and being a problem solver. Think like you are a problem solver. If you're in victim mentality, switch it and be like, no, I am a problem solver. So what do I do when I solve problems? I ask myself great quality questions. Like one, what do I want? What do you want, right? What do I want? Another great question you can ask is what steps do I want to take to get what I want? And then reflect. 
Like reflect on all the good things, the gratitudes. You know, what what are you grateful for? When you come back down to gratitude, so much can change. What are you grateful for? And what did I achieve, right? Think about your achievements. What have you achieved in life? And this will really help you step away from that victim mentality. So that, my friends, is the victim. And what happens in a relationship when it comes towards a victim is that a victim would have a rescuer. Because if there is a victim mentality where it's like the poor me, like I need help, please someone, someone help me, you know, then there comes someone who goes, I want to help, I'm going to rescue you. And then the rescuer comes in and the rescuer helps. And the rescuer are the ones that take responsibility for other people's problems, right? They make it their own and they don't look at their life problems. So I was stuck in this triangle for years, years in my relationships where I would attract victims and they, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, they're a victim, right? No, they would just be like someone that I wanted to help because I wanted to give and I wanted to help them in their lives and I wanted to support them. And I didn't realize back then that they were in that victim mentality that they couldn't get out of, that they would be like, oh, my life sucks. Like, poor me. Like, this is always happening to me, you know, not for me. They couldn't see that the things that are happening in their life wasn't um, actually for them. It was actually to them, right? And I would come along and be like, I want to help them. You know, I was a rescuer, you know, back in my old job. I was working as a counselor. So part of my counseling was always because I wanted to serve. I wanted to help. That also showed up in my relationships. I attracted a boy in my life who I dated for two years who was uh, diagnosed with depression and he couldn't work anymore because he was so depressed. He was on antidepressants. He, um, because he couldn't work, he couldn't afford to pay rent. So he was living with me and not paying any rent. And then there was all these little incidents that had happened where he uh, broke his collarbone and then I he couldn't do anything around the house. So I would take care of him. I would do the laundry. I would do all the cooking. I would look after him. He couldn't uh, pay for anything. So anytime I wanted to go out, I'm like, don't worry, because I wanted to go out. I'm like, I've got this. I'll pay for you. I honestly thought I was helping. I thought I was, you know, helping them get better. And But I didn't see it back then that there was this victim mentality. And I was just being a rescuer because I wanted to help them with their problems because I wasn't taking the time to look myself in the mirror and admit to the problems that I had. So that's where the rescuer comes in, right? We take the responsibility for other people's problems, but not our own, right? That's, you know, we go for the ones where they they need help and we want to look after them, right? We become the teacher. We want to teach them, right? And we listen and we support and we encourage the people. But yeah, but then it's also coming back and not admitting to what are the areas in our life that has issues and what are we going to do to work on that in ourselves. So it's, yeah, I remember for me, it was easy to go to bed at nighttime because I knew I was, for me, I'm like, I'm making a difference. I'm helping people. So it was easier for me to go to bed at night knowing that I was making a difference than to look myself in the mirror and be like, you are overweight. So I was size 16 back then, by the way. I was overweight. I was living off junk food. I was a smoker and I was not happy. I was not a happy person. I was so negative, but it was okay for me to go to bed at night because I knew 
that I was making a difference because I was being a rescuer, my friends. <laughs> so if you feel like, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so relating right now. I feel like I'm a rescuer and I feel like I attract people in my life where I want to help them and I, you know, it's easy for me to help them because I want to give them that support. I want to help them and I see these things that I want to support and encourage, then it's actually coming back down and really focusing on taking that time to listen and support them. Be encouraging to the person, right? Be encouraging them, like listen to what their problems are, you know, help them actually identify what the problem is. Don't just um, go there and do everything for them and fix the problem. Help them actually identify what the problem is. So by doing that, it's by actually coming back and asking questions, you know, questions you can ask are like, what would you like to see happen, right? What would you like to see happen? So if they're going like, oh my God, like this always happens to me, poor me. Like, yeah, like, thanks for sharing that. You know, can I ask like, what would you like to see happen? Or you could ask things along the lines like, what do you think you can do to change this? What can you do to change this? So it's now making them think about how they can come up with the solutions, but also set boundaries, right? So important if you feel like you're a rescuer to set the boundaries. What is your times where you can help? What is your times where you can focus on yourself as well? Very, very, very important, my friends. So we've got the victim, we've got the rescuer, and then we have the prosecutor, my friends. So a prosecutor, my friends, is where they see things as firm, right? So it's like, if you keep your side of the argument, I will keep mine. The the language is sort of what a prosecutor would use. They're very firm, but fair. They'd also say things like, oh, if they just did what I said, then they would be happy, (laughs) right? I have said this definitely from time to times where I have been. So this is where we can change roles where I've been a rescuer and I've helped by, you know, thinking I was helping by giving all this advice or, you know, doing this and just doing that and saying this to them rather than helping them come up with the solutions. It was just me giving solutions like this, 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 that. And then if they weren't listening and they didn't follow through on what I had suggested, I would then change over to a prosecutor and be like, oh, well, if they just did did what I said, then they would be happy, right? But if it's coming back to it, it's actually understanding that it's not helping someone have that independence. It's not helping someone actually figure out their own problems if I'm just constantly there helping them, helping them, helping them. It's not helping. What's really helps is when you break it down and ask them the questions and they come up with the answers. So a prosecutor can show up in the manner where it's actually quite frustrated. It's very self-righteous. You know, things like, oh, they're wrong, like I'm right, you know, and things around the lines of like just being really firm. But yeah, so that's what the prosecutor is. And as you can see, it can move in. A prosecutor can also move into like a victim and then it can move into a, a rescuer and so on. And everything can move in like that. So when it comes towards relationship, my friends, have a look at the drama triangle, you know, like think about it. Where is this showing up in your life? Do you feel like you move from roles to roles? Do you feel like you're playing one of those roles? Do you feel like you're stuck in a drama triangle? If you are, it will always come back 
to breaking it down and asking those questions because you can move out of this drama triangle. You can get out of this. So recognize the roles of where you are. Recognize where you, what you're playing and how can you shift out of this triangle. So that's it, my lovers. I just wanted to share that drama triangle. I hope it is something that you can take on board, that you can um, see if you are seeing this in your life. If you know someone, if you recognize it, you know a friend that may be in this drama triangle, feel free to share this episode with them so they can have a better understanding of what we're in because it's quite common and you know we can tend to move from them from time to time and get get trapped in these drama triangles so just remember my lovers no matter what in this world strip of all those masks show up as you because the world needs you to be you thank you for joining us on this episode of the rediscover you podcast if you loved this show then subscribe to it on itunes and leave a five-star review if you had an aha moment from this episode, then share the love with your friends. Screenshot this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, and make sure to tag Melissa on Instagram at TheMelFernandez. And if no one has told you lately, Melissa wants to remind you that you are enough.